Garrett's Log, Earth Date, 2.09.21.1702. I remain bogged down in the mission creep of building a funnel. I recently looked up the definition to the term mission creep. I uh, used it in a discussion with one of my team members at my day job. And uh, I hadn't actually considered the definition of that term in any great detail in quite some time. Let me give that definition for you. Mission creep, a gradual shift in objectives during the course of a military campaign, often resulting in an unplanned long-term commitment. So basically every American war ever, but that's beside the point. The mission creep expressed another way. One of my, my fondest, my favorite mentor, Grant Cardone, is fond of saying, um, the amount of time it will take you to achieve an objective is always underestimated. You will always underestimate the amount, I, sh I take that back, sorry, not the amount of time. You will always underestimate the amount of work it will take to achieve your objective. And that is definitely true. When I set out to create a sales funnel for a pre-order for Galaxy Born, I just didn't anticipate how much effort it would take to learn some of those technical details. And I also didn't take into account the difficulties I face internally. You know, I find so often, not more than so often, almost every day, I find myself at least a few times thinking of myself as lazy and uncommitted to my goals. And a coach recently suggested to me that I actually log all of the hours that I work, like write them down and document them, and be generous with myself, like include just about anything that is considered work. So if I'm, you know, spending time laying on on the couch thinking of my story and how and you know building it out in my head you know conceptualizing ideas for my story that counts that's work so be generous and so i've been taking that challenge to heart and i have been documenting my time and uh it turns out that i've been putting in pretty full days with my day job building my sales funnel doing research brainstorming plot with friends, doing this podcast, uh, keeping my commitments to myself for personal development and coaching to improve my quality of life, uh, my fitness, uh, taking a Krav Maga class. Yes, I did that yesterday. That was quite, quite proud of myself for that because it's been a while since I've been in any kind of athletic classroom setting, and I definitely experienced some fear, and I made myself do it anyway, and it was a pretty, and it, even that, an amazing, awesome achievement, conquering a, a fear 
and embracing a new challenge. And I had almost forgotten I even did that today until I was looking at what did I actually accomplish yesterday. I worked 10 hours yesterday with all of that. That was all yesterday, by the way. Huge breakthroughs in my plot uh, for Galaxy Born leading to effective, useful notes. Uh, an amazing discussion with a friend who is now working on writing a prequel novella for Galaxy Born. Uh, that's going to be super exciting. It's very much a, a kind of classic monster in the house story uh, in the vein of Ridley Scott's Alien. A film uh, him and I both greatly adore. Uh, just enormous amount accomplished. And all of that, including making some amazing contributions to my team at my day job. And this exercise of recording this and documenting it and being generous with myself has illustrated that I give myself very little credit for almost everything I do on a daily basis, which got me thinking about, you know, the most relieved I ever would feel after a day of work was always after I had been working for my father. Sorry, Dad. This isn't a critique of you, but we have to go here. Uh, this is just to illustrate the reality. Uh, I mean, I guess it is a critique of you, but it's not in aimed at you, water under the bridge. The point is, uh, this is my experience, and it's relevant. I sort of hate manual labor. I am an artist. I do it when necessary, and I'm all for it when it's necessary. But look, I hate it. I really do. And not just in the, you know, everyone hates manual labor to a certain degree, but I mean, I just really hate it. So, so my typical response when I was working for my dad, which is a lot of manual labor, moving stuff and building stuff and moving furniture, or if it's just chores as a child under a parent, which is similar, you know, stacking wood, let's say, uh, Nothing was worse to me than knowing I had eight hours of this ahead of me. And I would spend the day thinking about, oh, it's going to be so nice when this is over, but oh, it's going to take so long. I, I worked uh, some odd jobs for my contractor uncle, some construction work, just, uh, you know, picking up scrap wood and stuff like that in the hot sun. And even that job, you know, looking ahead to oh, I'm going to be so glad when this day is over. And then that first half of the day, just like, oh, when's it going to be over? And then, then the end of the day when you're picking up stuff and you're in that weird twilight moment of the workday when you're not sure how much you have to do before you can wrap it up. And then finally, well, let's call it a day. Let's go get something to eat. Let's get out of here. Oh, my God, I love that feeling, don't you? Isn't that just the best? And you're, it's, you've been hot in the hot sun all day. You're tired, you're dehydrated, you're hungry, you're so excited to like sit on a couch in an air-conditioned room. And I just think about that, and part of it was too, just I dreaded the type of work. I wasn't wild about what I was doing, it was a job I just had to do at a certain time. And yet, it would end. And I would go home, and oh, 
relaxation of that moment was always the best. You know, you get home and you have food and you don't have anything to do. I would feel so happy. My obligation was complete. And I would categorize, you know, many of the people I've worked under, particularly my father, as a brutal, tyrannical taskmaster for which no rebellious talk will be accepted. And I sort of, I sort of dreaded working under people that, for what one reason or another, just their style or the demands of the job that they need you to do, you know, they themselves might not be a tyrant, but the work they require might, in my view, be tyrannical. Manual labor is tyrannical work to me. I don't like it. So the dread of that, but the release at the end of that is always... I mean, I, I, even now, it just gives me the warm fuzzies, right? You just, ah, oh, I can sit on the couch in an air-conditioned room and just feel relief. So here's what I've realized. I've discovered that the worst boss I've ever had, the, the worst boss I've ever had to work under, it just hit me. I know who that man is. He is a brutal, miserable tyrant. I hated working under him because he was never, ever, was anything I did ever enough. And the worst part is the workday never ends with him. I'm speaking, of course, of myself. At least with my father, who I consider a pretty workaholic character, the workday would end. I would go home and I could relax. And then I just started thinking about the way I treat myself as a boss. And I realized the workday's never over. As I sit on the couch at the end of the day, I start thinking, well, there's got to be, what else could I be doing right now? What, what am I not doing? What, where am I not putting enough effort? You know, and it's sort of like, oh man, can't I just like have some food or something? And be like, well, you can eat while you work. Why aren't you at your desk eating? You can eat there. So, I am not seeking life balance. Let me just say that right out the gate. This isn't a discussion of balance and practicing renewal and all that stuff. But I do recognize I have neglected an aspect of my spiritual being. I mean that in the the human sense. I have neglected that aspect of myself and I have treated it unkindly. I have not given myself credit for the work I have done. And so it was kind of eye-opening going back, even just looking back on yesterday, and uh, I was looking at my calendar, which is the tool I have chosen to document my, my work, and I looked at that big block of time, that 10 hours. It actually turned out it was actually 11 hours. I miscalculated. 11 hours of work from when I woke up to when I said, okay, I'm done working, I'm not working on anything related to my books, my sales, my day job, any fitness, any of it. I looked at that 11 hours of work, and I literally had a flash of that old feeling of, well, what the hell do I even have to show for it? And I thought, what an unkind thought. 
And uh, so I've been doing some practices to help me with that. But uh, I actually clicked on the event because I was I was wise enough yesterday to write down a list of all the things I did. And I and I just started actually before I clicked on it, I just mentally ran through it. I said, OK, well, what did I do all day yesterday? Well, let's see. I woke up at 6 a.m. I got in the shower, spent that, you know, that whole morning routine of preparing, being very mindful about what I was eating for the day because my fitness goals are always front and center. When I am preparing my food, weighing all my food, as I always do, that may sound insane to you, but that's what I do. And I was carefully considering my next steps for the day. What is the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will be unnecessary or easier? I referred back to what I had planned the night before, which is my, my commitment to myself is today is to write first. So I did, I prepared, I sat down, I wrote for a few hours, I wrote 541 words. It was painful and difficult because I haven't written in a while. I kind of lost my momentum and I ran into a snag. I'm like, you know what? I have some plot issues. I've got to work out. I need to talk to a friend. My friend said, I can talk to you later today. I, I'm in a class. I'm like, okay, great. Then I went to my day job working with my team. Uh, I conducted a great meeting. We actually just recently launched a project, which I have empowered one of my team members to lead that project. And it's a really exciting opportunity, I think, for her. And it's also a great way for me to learn to find the who instead of the how. Instead of trying to do everything myself, looking for who can help me get things done and utilizing um, a team, but also supporting them with all the tools they need to do a great job and really shine. So, so I conducted that meeting and that went well. Uh, I got all my ducks in a row at my day job, attended all my meetings, got my work done. Then I went up and then before, Actually, I totally missed a step. Even though I thought about talking my way out of it, I decided, no, I'm going to go. I made this promise to myself. I went to my Krav Maga class. It was my first time attending the class. Haven't done anything like this in a while. And so I was a bit nervous. You know, it's just me. I just get nervous in crowd environments. Anything athletic in public, I have issues with. And that's a story for another day. But you know what? I threw myself into it. And you know what? That that session was very much like what I just described, a mini version of that workday. Oh, man, I have to get through this hour of doing this physical stuff. I have to do what the boss, in this case, the teacher, tells me to do. I have to do all these kicks and punches and stuff. And but then I did it, and I felt really good. So that, then work, then I had uh, a long discussion with my friend. Let's see, what else? Basically just shored up some huge plot holes, brainstormed a awesome new project that he's working on, uh, did some housekeeping, took care of my laundry and all of that, reached out to a freelancer that's doing some work for me, and after 11 hours decided, okay, I'm calling it a day, and I documented everything I did. So I just mentally went through all that with myself and was like, wow, that's like a lot of stuff. 
So I've just not been giving myself hardly any credit. So I realize I haven't done many podcasts lately. Uh, I intend to change that, but part of how I'm changing that is by learning to treat myself kindly and actually give myself credit. I'm also learning to become comfortable with things like being kind to myself and giving myself credit because it feels weird to me to even talk about this stuff because I feel like, oh, geez, getting all mushy on us. Well, I've tried it the other way and it hasn't been working out. So the good news is I'm on this podcast right now. So something is working in what I'm doing new. So. So where am I at with Galaxy Born? Well, that is a great question. Well, I've been writing Galaxy Born, and that's a great start. I have resolved some plot elements that were giving me, that were really slowing me down, and I have zeroed in my focus. I, I know my path and purpose on this. I know what I want. So the short of the long is, I am still working on finishing my sales funnel, and there will be more updates on that as the week progresses. It will be necessary for me to go a little slower to go faster. After all, this is my first time ever ever doing anything at all like this. And credit where it's due, I took up this challenge, this One Funnel Away challenge, and I have built what I think is an incredible offer that is going to create an amazing experience for my readers. I'm very excited to share it with you soon. Truthfully, I can't wait. I think that's where part of my frustration has come from, is that I, I wanted to share this with you yesterday, much much earlier than yesterday. And I, I recognize that I can't allow perfectionism to slow me down. But on the other hand, this is something I'm learning. So I have some things i got to work through, in the meantime, I am writing at an aggressive pace, and all I can tell you is that very soon I'm going to be sharing this story with the world, and it is going to be the beginning of something really special, because whatever comes of this, this is going to be an incredible story, and I'm incredibly passionate about it and excited about it, and you won't have to wait much longer, I promise you. So, that is where I am. The voyages continue.